Yo, 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 y'all already know who it is. If you don't, it's definitely me. It is the bearded one, Sam Williams. And of course, sitting beside me, angry as usual, is my lovely and beautiful co-host, Miss Kimberly with the Y. And uh, the third member of our party right now that dipped off on us. <laughs> I didn't even know he wasn't in here. He ain't definitely not in here, but I'm going to just go ahead and shout out the furry homie, Archie. He's somewhere around here, per usual. And, uh, Kim. Yes. How you doing? I'm fine, but since you want to um, take shots at me early on. I didn't take a shot. I'm not angry as usual. You know who was angry, though, all the time? The angry chick. Yeah, let that marinate. That's what you chose to deal with. So that shit was last. That was in the it, summer. I don't care, but I'm not always angry. She was. See, though. look, I was gonna say. At least I, I ain't gonna lie about it. But I told you she reached out. She, she reached out to me recently, about a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. She sent me a text and said that she was sorry that she was in a really bad place in her life mm-hmm. and that you know, shit happens. You know, she said, you know, you should give me a call. I said, I'm gonna call you. Now she said, "No, nah, I'm reading a book, and I never called her. She's still waiting on me to call her. So, <laughs> anyway, I hope everybody out there. Hope you all have a good week. I hope that at, by the time you all hear this episode, it'll be what damn near Christmas. Eat damn near Christmas. It ain't gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be like the week two days of before. So I hope all y'all Christmas shopping is done. And it's I, not. It's not. Damn." And I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't, I don't want to go out. I don't like people. Well, I'm stressed. Well, that's the only way because you know what? Oh, that just, online shit is dead. Listen, you got people right now in Alabama. It was an article I was reading. Bessemer, Alabama's FedEx um, hub. Hey man, these motherfuckers been holding on the package for about two, three weeks. I think they over there getting ready to auction some shit off because. People sitting there talking about some, I ain't had my package. My shit been sitting in FedEx for like two, three weeks. That's because motherfuckers is trying to figure out what they going to steal. So if you ain't got your package by now, just understand it's in God's hands at this point. It ain't got nothing to do with you. It's in God's hands. So Luckily, everything that I ordered has come. I just ordered some stuff like yesterday or something, day before. And it was from Fashion Nova. And I paid. To get here before Christmas. And that shit was still two days late. It be- Don't do that. At least you got your stuff. Because like, I was going to say, it's not for... I haven't gotten a chat. I just ordered it, but it's not for me. It's for the kids. So, hey, please shout don't. Out, shout out Fashion Over, man. They they always making sure they lace me out and things like that. Even though I got to pay for it right now. But hopefully one day that'll change if y'all listening. But y'all got to do something about them um, delivery, estimated delivery dates. Because... Y'all are sending me a date talking about some it's estimated to be here on this date a week later. I just, I forgot I bought this shit at that point. But shout out to them because they definitely be coming through it's with something. Listen, I'm in Fashion Nova <laughs> right now. You you hear that? The good people at Fashion Nova? I'm wearing Fashion Nova right now and I look pretty good in it. Anyway, yeah. you know what? Oh, I said what, that out loud. You did. And this I'm is sorry. why we beefing right now. No, it's not. You know what? We beefing because you be making crazy decisions. Definition of insanity. But I'm not even airing your business out tonight. I love you. And let's keep it moving. We got stuff to do. Yeah, I'm for the streets. Anyway. Boy, you for the curb. You don't even like the streets. You don't you don't like the streets. That's outside though. Boy. Anyway. You know what? 
you tried to be for the streets before when you came running back inside, like, <laughs> with your thumb in your mouth and shit. Because <laughs> I let these motherfucking women take my ball. I ran out of balls <laughs> and only getting two of them. And they gone now. I'm just playing. No, they're not. They intact. Okay. Hey. All right. We don't. Hey, real quick. <laughs> I already any, know what you've been saying. If anybody say. out there, if anybody out there is looking to get into some trouble and they need to get some type of marketing shit cracked off, hey, listen, call me. I know y'all saw the Hitman. Okay, no, shit. no. Move, listen, move. I'm going to put I'm you bald. out your own shit. I'm, move. You can't put me out of nothing. I bet you I can't. Listen, I We're not doing here, that. I'm we, out here no. trying to shoot my shot. No. To whoever. And this is you, what I'm talking you know about. What they say, at, you just shooting your for, shot at random shit. You, listen, it's, you Aim for the moon, land on the move, star. Move, 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 move. And, and you're going to fall to hell and hit all that garbage on the way down that you like to play in with your dumpster diving ass. And guess who's going to be down there? Motherfuckers like you. What are we talking about tonight, Count? Yo ass. Okay. Anyway, we are talking about something that you are not being for me right now. Peace. Well, if that's how you feel, well, you can peace out. No, I'm just playing. Boy, you, shut you gotta, up. We got to record. Then you can leave. You not being my peace. You not being my safe space. You just been slipping lately. Took my trash out. Took my own trash out twice this week. <laughs> I ain't been at your house. I know. Still, you, you know, should. <laughs> okay, I'm not. I'm, I'm gonna stop. At least I'm gonna stop with that one. But you know, I'm not gonna stop for real though. On with the topic. Okay. <laughs> peace. Okay. So we always talk about peace. Mm -hmm. We always talk about how it's different for different people, how some people's peace is actually chaos. Um, how peace, your personal peace doesn't have to make sense to anybody but you, ultimately. Um, however, what we... So the last episode, or episodes... Yeah, because we definitely dropped two. Two and one... That was something different, and I feel like I want to explain it real quick before we go on so it, you know, makes sense. <clears throat> so what happened was basically um, Sam and I decided to do things differently, and we recorded individually. Um, I don't think I was even here when you recorded yours, and then when I came to record mine, um, he left the room. And I was in here by myself. So I did not know what he was talking about until I listened today. Today was the first time that I heard what he had to say. That was the first time I heard that episode. So I was with y'all today. Um, that was the first time I'd heard it. Um, same for him. He didn't know what I was talking about. Um, he had to listen to it just like y'all did. Ironically enough, we were both talking about the same thing um for the most part now I will say this when I was listening I was texting him and he was so confused he didn't know what was happening he's like what are you talking about blah 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 and I'm like oh I'm listening to your episode um so we're just gonna tie both of those episodes in together tonight with the overall topic of peace because that's initially what I feel like both segments boil down to. Um, and, of course, Sam, 
you know, y'all, if y'all don't know by now, if you listen to some previous shows, you'll figure it out. Sam is really, really, really big on love languages. So he talked about those a lot, but, um, yeah, overall, I think the, the message behind both of our, our segments was, was peace. Focus. <laughs> I am focused right now. We got... We're gonna, we're gonna take a quick break because we got a visitor. All right. Archie has something to say to y'all. Archie has something to say. We had a we had a guest just uh, walk in the door, so pardon all that. My bad. No, nah, it's all pardon all that. Noise. He was saying no, it's all good. Like it it's, was me for real. It wasn't you, but no, Kim, you're absolutely right. I am huge on love languages, and I am also very huge on peace. Um. You know, yes, as we talk about, you know, as we've gotten up to this point, we're what, about almost 30 episodes in at this point. Damn, that's a lot. A whole lot. And a lot of y'all been fucking with us since day one. And, we and y'all are dope as hell for that. We, we appreciate love y'all it. for we that. We definitely appreciate it. Um, yes, I am huge on love languages. And something I always mention is that if you can understand your significant other's love language, that's the playbook to them, you know. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to love or appreciate a person the way that they that they want to be you know loved or appreciated. Hence, the love language. And once again, I'll run through the quick. I'll run through the five real quick. Let's see if you get all five because you you were stuck on that for, that last one. It was the one that I don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Start we, with that one first so you don't forget it. Receiving gifts. Okay. Okay. So we got receiving gifts. We have Sorry. words of affirmation. Three. We have quality time. Four. We have physical touch. Five. And we have acts of service. Good job. I've been studying this. Good job. I've been literally like legit studying the love languages to try to get a better understanding of all of them because sometimes they don't always, you know, necessarily mean what we think they do um but like i was saying when you start tapping into that fellas we always want the simplest shit we act you know let's let's stop acting like we don't you know like we complicate things we really don't yeah but 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 hold on no i'm because you said let's act like like you said fellas let's well, act like then you said we we don't complicate we, like you we, just we don't complicate things. We okay. try not to at least. Okay. Okay. See, I was just want a clarification. I wasn't even wasn't even going there. Yet. I'll give you I'll give you a quick I'll give you a quick example. It's the holiday season. I've had people ask me, "Well, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas?" And I keep saying, "I don't want anything. I'm good. I have everything I need. The gift that I received for 2021 is the gift that I wanted since I was 16." Y'all listening to it. You're welcome. Thank you. So I'm straight. You know, clearly my love language isn't receiving gifts. Okay? But when y'all tell me that, hey, listen, I listen to the show. The show is dope. I really fuck with what y'all got going on. That's good enough for me. That brings me peace. That lets me know that, hey, this show is actually doing some shit. You know? It's simple like that. You know, there's alternatives to everything. You know what I'm saying? Now, when it comes to peace, this podcast, this podcast brings me that. You know what I'm saying? Yes, y'all hear Kim and I argue on the show, and if you was around us 24-7, <laughs> you'd hear us argue all the fucking time. Damn, you see some domestic violence. Ain't no domestic violence. It's just me 
nothing. I don't hit women. Right, no, you don't. I don't hit women. But I'll punch a motherfucker in the face if they tried it. No, I'm just, no, I won't. No, you won't. No, I won't. No, I won't. I'm going to say that ain't even in I'm your a, character. Look, when, it comes to, when it comes to women, I'm definitely the flight guy. I'm definitely yeah, fight. Let me tell you something. I drive this man crazy on the regular. And the most he does is ball up his fist in that Arthur thing and growl. Because, <laughs> man. You be, be getting on my Oh, you making me so angry. <laughs> you get on my fucking nerves, man. There's something wrong with you. Just like it's something wrong with a lot of y'all women. Oh, okay. Anyway, See, nope, nope. So, no. Nah, nah, We'll dive into that in yep, a minute, but let me on. get back on course. Come Basically, on. listen, when you understand how a person moves and what makes them tick, it allows you to figure out what brings them peace. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, for me, it's not receiving gifts. What brings me peace is spending time with the people I choose, that I want to spend time with, whether that's my homies, you know, if that's Kim. From time to time. Don't do that. You know I love you. You know I don't be trying to drive. Well, I do try to drive you crazy on purpose, but yeah, you, you talking know, about for Christmas? What you, I want you gonna accidentally get me, have me out here looking like Ronald Isley and shit. But I'm you not know, ready for I, you that. know, I got your your best interest at heart. I appreciate it, but you know, when it's all said and done, like you mentioned, Kim, peace looks different for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what my piece looks like. It looks like, you know, my piece is, you know, tell me my show is dope. Tell me that, you know, I'm looking all right today. You feel me? Tell me, you know, tell me these things. I just, I'm laughing because your inbox is going to be flooded with, I love that show, I love that show. Flood that shit. And they never listen to it a day in life. They never listen to it a day <laughs> in their fucking life. But you know what? That's cool. We're going to quiz mugs, too. Uh, what, what was your favorite part? We, go, favorite we should part? start doing that. So, hey, we shouted out a business this week. Whose business did you hear? Because, low-key, I still got um stuff to give away. Yeah, we do have stuff to give I away. I still is sitting in, in the other room. I got stuff to give away. Because a man that takes care of his beard is like, man, top-notch, top-tier. So, I want to help. I want to contribute to that. And a woman that keeps her toes white, disclaimer, they got to look nice, though, because uh, some of y'all be painting on the skin. Okay. And Finish some of note. y'all white toes be looking like y'all use white out to polish them, polish your toes. And or it, it's like an off-white when it was actually supposed to be white. Like it's, it's bone. It's been a minute. It's bone. Finish Like, talking. it's down to the come bone. On, you need to change your polish. Come but on. But anyway... Um, I just really just hope people by that time, like, I don't really, you know, you know how we end our show. We always end our show by saying, if you didn't get anything from this episode, well, you know what? Oh, well, maybe you'll catch something on the next episode or maybe you'll catch something on, you know, in the previous. And if you don't, then that's not on us. But I feel like in this particular episode, we kind of need you all to understand, especially moving into, you know, the next year. We've gone through so much in the last two years. Mm-hmm. We've gone through a lot. You know, whether, lot. whether people have lost jobs, people have lost loved ones, people have lost themselves, whatever. I think with what's going on now, and there's a potential that we may eventually get shut down again with the way the world is with this new variant of COVID. We need to be prepared to understand what our peace is going to look like. How do we want it to look? You know, 
one thing that I've never understood is when people are, you know, like you mentioned earlier, Kim, like I said again, peace looks different for people. You have people who are in situations where we feel like they should get out. We, that's how we that's feel. That's how we yeah. feel. That's how we Emphasis feel. Emphasis on we. That's us. Our opinion. You know, that chaos. You know, I love, you know, I love my man. Or I love my woman. But we always hearing about y'all fighting. Or y'all, are, you know, y'all just got too much shit going on. The police. What the fuck the police getting called for? And you still that? Wasn't these motherfuckers just there last week? Y'all, <laughs> at this point, the police might as well be in y'all relationship. Because they always there. Or, you know, even even deeper, when you start looking into domestic violence yeah. and you ask a woman, because let's be honest, most of the time you see victims of domestic violence is usually women. Guys, not saying that y'all are not victims, but we don't hear about y'all. But if you are, you can always speak up. Nobody should judge you because, you know, it is what it is. But you usually see typically women who are in abusive relationships. And we always just say, stop, stop, stop. Just get up out of that shit. But you sometimes don't know what's keeping you her. don't know what's keeping her. You know, yeah, we seeing her with the rings around her rings around her eyes. Or we seeing her with a whole bunch of makeup on. Or she got on some shades. Or, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. She, she walking funny. Because, <clears throat> excuse me, she didn't, you know, something didn't happen. She didn't fail, hurt her leg, whatever. And we always say, well, why the fuck is she still there? She dripped out. And when you look at her feet, she designed her down. Her bag, her outfits, the car she drive. Because she knows that if she walks away from this, some of her peace is going to be interrupted. You know what I'm saying? That peace that she's receiving or that she's accepting comes with consequences. That consequence is you got to deal with the bullshit at home in order for you to look like this in front of us. When, in truth be told, when you around people that you know, we know what the fuck going on. You really not, this is... this the people who matter. Not people, like, not just people you know. Yeah. I'm saying the people who matter. Because all of that stuff you saying, and this is, again, me personally, I feel like it's a consolation prize, or the booby prize, really, because... But it's like, don't, it almost sounds as if it, there's an allowance of being bought. You're allowing yourself to be bought. Just how you said it. I'm not saying that that's the case. And I get it. Like, once you get to a certain lifestyle or whatever, you want to maintain it. I read something the other day. Like, she was like, basically, dude was the breadwinner. So, like you just said, if she walked out, all of that's all gone. All that shit gone. That all that's is gone. gone. And so, yeah, then that, that, that messes with your peace on a different level. But I just wanted to, you know, you said people, the, the when you're around people who know you, when you're around the people who matter, let me, I just, that's, I needed to be very specific True. in that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, but then on the flip side, you know, let's talk about the guys. You got guys that stay in relationships way too long. Now, mind you, we are very, very simple. Sometimes, and I, look, I know our parents ain't listening to this shit, so I'm gonna say, but well, my mom know my me. My mama might, but she know me. My mom know me and, too. And my mama told you about. She told you. She already. Know, <laughs> look, I am not the person you think I am. What the fuck? People really think I'm. Look, I am not with y'all. Look, I'm not even gonna get into it. We'll I, get into it later. But and I, 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 I was gonna say because I we say won't. what my mama said. Nah, nah, we not. 
But anyway, because you like it, but go ahead. But you know, you got guys that stick around in relationships too long because the sex is good. I'm telling you, I'm not oh, telling no, 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 you what no. I know. No. I'm telling you what I'm not knocking it. Because I was a victim. Oh God, victim or you? I was a victim. I was a victim. I'm not knocking it, but it's not even just the sex. Sometimes it's because of what she can do for you too. Like women are out here maintaining dudes' lifestyles. Like, listen, let's be clear. Listen, it is definitely some kept men out here, and I'm not one of them. But if one of my listeners look, you oh know, my God, looking see, to keep me, time. come keep me. This is not the love connection. I'm going to need you to go on your page and do that on your own time. Okay. Nah. Journalism's hard oh thrive on God. Instagram. Anyway. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why we always fighting. Nah. Um. This is our piece. Because I know they like, how do y'all? Anyway, nah, for real. Like, I, I've i definitely seen a situation where it's like, well, Shorty already got a crib or, you know, she lived like this and she going to let me stay with her. So why would I do anything else? Why would I, you know, or you got the one that's like, like you said, low key, like sugar mama type, you know, I, that, that Beyonce Who song. Give me sugar. Ugh. That Beyonce song when she like she say what you want my accountants on the phone. She say look I'ma be in the mall all night. She say take my credit card, take my car, <laughs> the keys to my house. Just don't forget to give mama some sugar. Okay, it's dudes out here that and, and low key are miserable as hell. But the materialistic the nigga that's miserable is sitting there singing. Take my money, <laughs> my house and my cars. Yeah, that nigga's miserable. I'm gonna tell you another miserable man. I'll pay your rent. I'll buy your clothes. I'll cook okay, your dinner so, too. So, fun fact, fun fact. One time you, I don't know if you remember you saying that, and then you was like, "Only thing I do is cook. I ain't paying your damn rent. I'm not buying your clothes. I'm not doing none of that shit. I'll cook." Cause them boyfriend, them them not them husband, them are husband, them husband vibes. I look, I was married and I didn't even wash my ex wife's clothes. I washed them a few times, but see, she had delicate stuff. I wasn't. Th- you want to talk about some disrupted peace? Listen, let me shrink one of them bras. It's over uh, with. Cause baby, do you know how much a good bra costs? Yes, because a whole I hell of wa- a lot. Because I watched my ex wife. Walked through the mall for two hours looking for a bra. We Man, went home look, empty-handed. It's real. It's real. Like when you uh, anything over, I'm gonna give it a D cut. Yeah, that's why. Hey, look, that's it's why. real out here. Yeah, I don't okay. Know, I don't, if you can't get your bra to Walmart or Target, don't call. Don't come looking for me, boy. Yeah. Okay. Don't, no, okay. And if you have to go somewhere outside of there, don't take me with you because I ain't got the time. <laughs> Anyway, um, that definitely disrupts my peace because you're not at peace because you can't find a bra that fits you. Because it's frustrating and it, it's not just about fitting, it has to provide the right coverage, too. But anyway, um, so this whole thing with peace, and it was something I was trying to look through my text messages and, and see what you said, but I think along the lines of what you were just talking about, though, staying too long or whatever, whole time, though. You want to sit up here and talk about what you said in your, your, your stuff. You were saying something about switching up because um, he didn't gave too many chances, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
He didn't want to. Nah, here's what I had to say. And that's what I think I text you. Y'all, stop looking at these red flags like it's a damn carnival. Okay? I don't care how good the sex is. I don't care how big her ass is. I don't care. If you know good and well when you see it from the first time and you trying to bypass it because, oh, she my mama do listen because oh she you know doing what she do to you at that moment that's on you like i i and i don't want to hit nope don't even come bring your ass over here talking about you colorblind don't even don't well i wasn't gonna say i'm colorblind however i am but i was gonna also say <sighs> i actually was in a situation where i actually had to walk away you understand how hard that shit was i understand but because guess what all this shit i like but guess what yeah but guess what she did all that shit you like, but at the same time, you were still miserable. You were still irritated. You wasn't happy. So how does that work? It was hard to walk away, but I bet you felt better when you finally did. Well, of course. I mean, it was one of those situations where like, all right, I have a friend. Okay. This nigga just can't get right at all. And I know he listening to yeah, this I got show. a friend like that too. You probably sit next to the oh, uh -huh. Poe Archie. No. Can't get his life together because you ain't talking about me. <laughs> oh, okay. Anyway, I got a homie. And I love him to death. Like, that's that's my motherfucking brother. But we're alike in, in a sense. Like, bro ends up liking women. Gets stuck in some shit. And it's not necessarily it's not necessarily that we're stuck in the situation because we miss the person. We're stuck in the situation because we're afraid of missing the company. Let me make that make sense to you. Part of peace that a lot of times we don't understand is one of the elements of it is companionship, right? Hold on, let me quick smoke break. Hold on, real quick. Oh my god. I'm going to need you to learn to multitask. I am multitasking now. I'm talking to you as I'm blowing the smoke out. Anyway, <sighs> companionship offers peace. How that shit looks is totally up to the couple or to the people that's involved. Notice I said people because sometimes you got people. It's more than, more than one. You mentioned that on that episode too. When I got to go back and listen to that shit. When we were approached... And ask, like, what were our opinions on polygamy? Yeah, polygamy. I was like, whoa. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you we just. We're not going to tap into that yet. <laughs> not right now. Because I got some thoughts on that. But anyway, you know, you got people out here low key that are in relate, they're in situations just so they can have some companionship. Because companionship brings them peace. Okay. Companionship is different for a lot of different people, though. Like, for example, I, you know, for me, it's my dog. That's who I'm around most of the time. I know that when I'm around him, one, he ain't going to talk. He going to listen, <laughs> but he ain't going to talk. You know what I'm saying? All he want to do is just be up under me. If I'm working, he at my feet. If I'm sitting on a couch, he's either on my lap or at the at other end feet. of the couch. You know what I'm saying? When I'm working and he's in the office, if he's not at my feet, he's on the couch. But he's always around. Saying all that to say, I know for him and for me, his company and my company, that brings us comfort. When I'm around my homies, um, when I'm around the guys, <coughs> excuse me, when I'm around the guys, whether it's one of the homies or I'm around a group of them, for that time I'm with them, 
whatever problems I got at the crib, that shit will be there when I get home. I'm about to enjoy watching whatever fight, whatever game. I'm enjoying whatever food we eating, whatever weed we smoking. And if I'm in the mood to drink, because I don't drink like that, but if I'm in the mood to drink, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to toast up with the homies. If I'm ever with a female, which ain't been often, because don't nobody like me. And the ones that do like me, I don't like them. But even still, there's a level of peace to that. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's peace to that. Whether that's your girlfriend or somebody you courting, that that time, you know, you kind of get lost in time from time to time. I know that's kind of a weird thing to say, but you kind of, you know, when you're with somebody that, you know, that you actually enjoy being around, no matter who it is, that brings you that peace. It brings you happiness. And ultimately, that's all, we all are entitled to that. You know, it says it in, you know, in the Constitution. Not saying that most people go by it, but, you know, one of them is the pursuit of happiness. You feel me? And in the grand scheme of things, who doesn't want to be happy? Okay. But, I don't know, because you started off like, it's not complicated. It's not complicated. Well, it's really not. Okay, no, it's not complicated. It's not. It's only complicated when we don't know what we want for ourselves. When we don't know what we want our peace to look like. I'm not a complicated person when it comes to my own peace. Okay, I know that sometimes there's things that I want that may not necessarily be obtainable in that moment. Doesn't necessarily mean it's not obtainable at all. But my peace is simple. When you come over, or anybody comes over, they know where I'm sitting at. I'm sitting in my recliner. Okay, simple. When it comes to food, most most times, I know what I want to eat. It just wasn't tonight. But I figured it out. I want tacos. Anyway, you know, that's another thing. When things get complicated, when you're trying to figure out the pieces, when you don't really have an idea of how you're trying to put your pieces in order. You know, you, you're trying to sort through too much shit. Instead, like, okay, I want to kick it with her, her, and her. Or I want to go ahead, I want to do this, this, and this. I want to study for this test. I want to go ahead and I want to work two jobs. I need to do all these other type of things. That's when your peace is interrupted. That's why they say, apart, one of the things that I've heard, and I'm sure a lot of people heard it too, especially when you're business owners, you shouldn't trade your time for money. Okay? That's something else people got to start realizing. Fuck these jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But, I'm, I'm big with that one. But in reality, 97% of us have to work. So how do you find peace in the jobs that you have? Organize. Set my space. Set your, create your space. <clears throat> you know, look. We had that conversation a few weeks ago about a situation I had at work with yeah. my boss. <clears throat> I told this woman, basically, don't question my work ethic. And also, you know, we can't talk anymore. It was like you made this quote earlier, or you said something earlier, you know, what what was it about forgiveness? You said, I'd rather... I'd oh, rather, I'd, I ask, um, I'll ask for forgiveness later than permission first. Okay, right. I'll ask, yeah. I basically told her, like, listen, man, we don't have nothing else to talk about at all. We have nothing else to talk about. 
Because at this point, you don't fuck with me like that. I damn sure don't fuck with you. So any type of complaints I have, I'll either keep them to myself and let y'all figure it out along the way or I'll address my concerns with somebody else, but it cannot be you. You know in the last two weeks, I ain't had no problems at work. That's what I told you. I was proud of you. That needed to happen. My numbers are way better. I, Monday through Friday, from 8 to 4.30, I'm cool. Because I don't have that person that was just driving me fucking crazy in my ear bothering me anymore. Oh, Kim, hush. I didn't say anything. Look, if if they can see you, one day they may. (laughs) But anyway, anyway, you know, you can control that. You can control every aspect of your peace. Um, You can't control what other people do. But you can control who you allow in your space. You can control who you allow in your energy. So, no, you can't control what they do. But if they are constantly doing things that are disrupting your peace. I was actually, I had a conversation earlier today on my way out the door. And um, I was talking to someone, um, like a second mother. And I was telling her that I had blocked someone um, and she encourages it. She's like, I'm, I'm glad you did because your peace, your peace is most important. And we got into a conversation um, about, you know, how sometimes it may be family or whatever. And I'm like, at this point in life, like. I may not be the baddest to some of y'all, but guess what? I don't look like nothing that I've been through. Okay. Some Facebook memories came up the other day. I was like, whoosh, I remember them times. Um, I don't care who it is at this point. I don't care if it's family. I don't care if it's friends. I don't care if it's, you know, my significant other, which as far as I'm concerned, my significant other shouldn't, you know, we can't be perfect all the time, but you shouldn't be disrupting my point peace to the point where I'm blocking you. Um, so I, I don't care who it is. If you are costing me my peace, that price is too high. You have to go. And somebody gotta go. No, and it ain't gonna be me. So you have to go. I have worked too damn hard to get to where I am as far as being in my peace. And just like you said, Sam, that does look different for me. Um, sometimes I do just like to be alone. Sometimes I want to be, you know, I've mentioned before, I have over 74 sisters. Um, sometimes I want to be with one of them. Sometimes I want to be with a group of them. Sometimes I just want to chill out. Um, you know, I, I chill with Sam sometimes when he's not trying to put me out. Um, sometimes it's just chilling with my kids. Sometimes it's, it's, it's different, but it's all about knowing yourself You cannot offer peace to somebody when you are not at peace with yourself. You can't offer peace to somebody when you don't even know who you are, what you're looking for, what you have to offer. Ooh, and that part that we talked about this last weekend. Um, It was a post that's gone viral since it was a young lady who was basically saying that she did not have anything to offer a man except for her body. Um, be specific. Okay, well, I don't go ahead, but she had only thing she has to offer is 
The Vastastic Voyage. Okay, yeah, that I I wasn't gonna use the words you used, but um, anyway. Oh, it's a, it's a explicit pussy. That's it's on the. It okay, I know, explicit. but anyway, um. So basically she was saying, but you know, and I was, I was a little bit hesitant to watch the video because when I saw the headline, I'm like, yo, come on, man, we got to do better. But I will say this, she actually made valid points because her rationale and justification behind it was basically that she is a single mother. So her whole life has been pretty much kids work that type of stuff and she said that um you know she doesn't really have time for hobbies so she doesn't know what she likes to do um you know she's mostly raising kids um and all of her relationships she's worn the pants she's been the the leader the head of the relationship so she's never really been able to operate in feminine energy um so she really doesn't know how to be I don't want to say be a woman but she doesn't really know how to be feminine um and I was, like, so conflicted because, like, I got what she was saying. But, y'all, that hurt my heart. That hurt my heart so bad because maybe at one point I was, like, borderline there as far as the thought process. Um, maybe because I did understand where she was coming from as a single mother. Um, but that was part of me finding my peace. I had to begin to learn that as much as I love my kids, and yes, they do come first, that I also had to have things that brought me peace outside of them. Because eventually what's going to happen? My kids are going to get grown. They're going to grow up. They're going to go live their own lives. And I'm going to be sitting there looking stupid and lonely. Um, so, but that, that, that was a perfect example of more than likely not really being able to bring peace because you are not at peace with yourself. You've not bought yourself peace. How can you give to someone else what you don't have to give? Um, so, and it was something else. Oh, my gosh. That you, she said something else, too. That was like, it was, it was one of the most appropriate things that she could have said. In that post, are you the bottle or the bottle cap? Hmm. (laughs) Are you the bottle or the bottle cap? Obviously, one is bigger than the other. Mm -hmm. When I heard her say that, it pretty much put a lot, it pretty much put 2021 in a perspective for me. Probably my entire life. I am one of those people who I'm just really nice. Contrary to what Kim says, I'm really nice. You can be. Okay. You know, I'm one of those legit, I'll give you the shirt off my back. I'll give you the last $5. I'll, wherever you are in the world, I'll come get you. Except O'Hare Airport. I was going to say, you ain't coming to O'Hare. I ain't going to O'Hare. Fuck that. They don't even have a cell phone lot. You got to go park in the goddamn Popeye's parking lot. Fuck that. That's some serious love. But, no, seriously, like, I will, like, do whatever I got to do to, you know, make sure that somebody's in a better space because of all people in the world they call, they call me. You could have called anybody else to help you get out of your spot. Um, but a lot of times, the people, especially that you consider close friends, close family, whatever. It's always it's not always reciprocated. 
You know what I'm saying? It's not always, you know, or they do a little something. They're the bottle cap. You can fill them up, but they can't do shit for your bottle. They can't fill you up. They can't give you shit, but they could if they, you know, if they, you know, understood once again those love languages. You know, thank you. That's as simple as it can get. You know, sometimes people, sometimes people kind of look at certain things as as under a certain set of expectations. Like I'm supposed to do this for you. But once again, I mentioned that we shouldn't trade our time for money. We shouldn't also trade our time for other people's time. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be of some sort of value. But if you're always giving people your time and they don't really give you much, like, let's think about this. When you talk to certain people, guys, when you are dating women who have children, I know a lot of y'all can attest to this. Single women with children are often talking about their children's father. Let me tell y'all something. There's two things about this. One, we don't mind hearing it because y'all got to get that shit off y'all chest. We know that y'all frustrated. We know y'all got some shit going on with, with this man or whatever or fellas with that woman, whatever. But when it's the dominant conversation, it almost makes it look like, you know, I shouldn't be here because I really don't know much about you except the fact that you got problems with your children's father or, you know, you got problems with your children's mother. You feel me? How can I get to know you because, you know, while you're sitting here, how can I get to know you while you're sitting here constantly talking about the one thing that's still... You know, it's going to be there. For as long as them children are alive, that man or that woman is going to be there. And now it's not our responsibility. And I'm going to let you go ahead and say what you're going to say. Because I know what you're going to say about children, the parents, and the person that they're dating. Or I'll say it for you. I'll say it. Okay. You want me to say it now? I'll I'll nudge you. I'll you. Um, when you deal with people who have children, this is coming from a single man, okay, with no children. So I'm going to probably sound a little biased with some of the things I'm going to say, but these are just my thoughts, my opinions through my own personal experience. Okay. First of all, ladies, we didn't hurt you. Okay. You know we didn't hurt you. Everybody knows. We're not expecting you to just let that hurt go as soon as we come into your life. But we, what we are expecting is a fair chance. And a lot of times, we don't get that. Why? Because we're too busy listening to you talk about your problems, which we usually don't have a problem with, but when it becomes excessive, that's when it becomes a problem. I dealt with that, you know, and I could not, it was the mean one. I know I say that she was mean and all that, but 
that girl was hurt. I was gonna say she was hurt. She was that, carrying baggage. It was listen, too heavy. That girl was hurt. It wasn't a thing. I couldn't even take the woman's garbage out. Okay, that's how triggered. That's how triggered this woman was. You know, there's nothing you can do about that. The only thing you can do is tell them you sitting on the wrong couch. <laughs> you need to be on a couch in somebody's office instead of in my living room because your problems run deeper than that. Another thing that that woman said on her video is that she doesn't know herself. And so how can she get to know another man? Yeah. You know, she says you can't give what you, you don't have. You can't give. Yeah. You, you just simply can't do that. But, but what if they invite you in? It's mm -hmm. that part. You know, when they invite you in and they say, look, you know, I need you to be patient with me. You know, I need you to be patient. I'm, you know, I'm still working through some things, you know, just be patient. And you pouring, but at the same time, you kind of keeping some for yourself because you have to in order to preserve your own peace. But then some days she or he may need it a little bit more. So you just give a little bit more. And then you get to, now this is my fear. Okay, this is my God to honest, this God honest, honest truth. To God. Honest to God truth. I am so scared of pouring into a woman just for this woman to go and take get everything she received else. and get that shit to somebody. That shit would devastate me. Okay. I'm sorry. So, okay. so, 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 like really yeah, yeah. Like so, okay, let me jump back a little bit. Yeah, real me in. <laughs> so, first of all, you um, said you knew what I was about to say mm -hmm. um, because I've said it to you. Mm -hmm. I've said it to you in um, your personal affairs, I've said it to you in conversation. I've, hell, I said it on Facebook. <laughs> um, when you are dealing with someone with kids, the whole thing about it is this. Yes, there can be so many different scenarios. You have the scenario where they co-parent amazingly, okay? Ain't no issues, ain't no drama. They working with each other. It's cool. Oh, hey, this is my new dude, blah, blah, blah. Oh, what's up, man? You know, ain't no issues. That's the ideal situation. Um, not to say it, it doesn't exist, but it probably took some work. Um, then you have the ones who are just like, yeah, I, I fall in the middle. I'm not dealing with anybody with my children's father, but you know, there are issues that arise and sometimes I do just need to vent about it. And then it's like, all right, I'm done. Thank you. Moving on. Um, then there are the ones who literally are, it, it almost comes off as borderline obsessed. You know what I'm saying? Like that's nothing. That's all there ever is. Now, what I said to, to, to before, what I said before about this was basically when you are dealing with someone who is really feeling you, it's not going to touch you. It's not going to touch you. How? Why not? What does that mean? It means that if I'm locked in with someone who is not my children's father, okay, and if that man is doing me right, we rocking, we rolling, and I'm feeling him, any BS that is going on to the left of me with my children's father is not going to make it to the right of me where this man is. Because one, that's not his drama. 
Two, I don't want that to be our relationship. You know what I'm saying? And three, if I'm feeling you like that, I'm going to protect you. I understand that the man is typically the protector, but I'm going to protect you from all of that foolishness because it's not even a factor to me. I'm going to handle it. I'm going to deal with it. I may mention it like, yo, dude talking out the side of his neck. This is what he said, blah, blah, blah. Don't even trip. I got it. I'm not going to allow that BS to come to your front door because you're trying to be a good man. Because you're giving me a chance. You're not just me, but my kids. I'm not allowing that to touch you. Now, that is not to say that you can't give someone a chance. But also, and I have said this before time and time again, know when it's time to walk away. It is okay to give somebody. Sam talks about me sometimes because y'all have heard him say, patience, give a chance, blah, blah, blah. But how many chances are you willing to give? How much of yourself are you willing to sacrifice for somebody else? And that goes along the lines of you just saying your biggest fear is pouring, pouring, pouring into someone and then them taking that and pouring it into someone else. And I've had that happen to me. I'd be crushed. I, I was. I had that happen to me. Okay. But at the same time, it's a lesson learned. And so when you move on to the next situation, you just kind of know, all right, look, let me chill out a little bit. I'm a poor, but I'm not going to pour as much. And I'm going to pour what's being poured back into me. So we stay balanced. We stay even. Um, I get that, you know, sometimes, Hey, my day may be a little rough. I may need a little bit more and that's fine. As long as I've been giving you more on the days when you need it more, it's all about reciprocation because again, it goes back to what I said initially. I'll be damned if I let somebody come in and rock my foundation of peace when I have worked my ass off to build this up, to get here. Okay. So it's nothing wrong with pouring it's nothing wrong with giving but you cannot sacrifice yourself for someone else and you especially at the point when you don't even know if that person is gonna stick around you know and sometimes like you said we we end up it's just coming along the lines of look I just need somebody to talk to I just need companionship like you said but you can you also have to be cognizant of what you're doing to other people? I'll use myself as an example. The other day, some BS started like literally the sun wasn't even up and some BS hit my phone and it, it definitely threw me off a little bit. I text Sam and I asked him, I said, good morning. And I said, hey, are you in a position? Are you in a space to listen to me? And I put listening quotes because we were texting and he said, yes, I've mentioned that before. That is what I tried to do now. When I'm talking to people, hey, are you in a mental space? Are you in a mental capacity to listen to me, to take on my shit real quick just because I need to get it off? And I can't be mad if somebody says no, but I feel like that's showing the utmost respect because I don't know what you're going through. And for me to just start dumping on you, I'm taking from you without even realizing it. And that's not something that I'm going to do to people that I love or people I call my friends or my family or whatever. Like, I want to make sure you're good just like I'm good. So, um, yeah, that was, that was what Sam was waiting on me to say, (laughs) like real talk, like y'all listen, if you're dealing with someone with kids, they want, and they, they are really feeling you. They want not only their peace to stay intact, but not only your peace, but you all's peace that you have found together. And 
it's not going to be worth any of the, the past stuff. Like you had your chance, that past had its chance and it will try to make its way into the future if it's not resolved. But you can't let that past ruin what you have going on presently and ultimately mess up your future as well. It's in the past for a reason. They had their chance. Move on. And if you're not ready to move on, that's cool. But leave other people out of it. Don't mess with somebody's peace just because you're unsure about what you're doing in that moment. And like Sam said, be real about it. Like those conversations that are the hardest to have are the ones that are the most necessary. Be real about your shit, man. Like, hey, this is where I'm at. And if that person decides to wait around, okay, cool. But I wanted to go, I'll go on record. If that person decides to wait around for you, you make sure that you take special care of that person. And what I mean by that is you make sure that you stay honest with them, that you are forthcoming, that ain't no lies, that you have those uncomfortable conversations and that you are still aware of what you're doing to them emotionally and mentally. And you can't expect them to just sit there and wait while you figure out your shit. Don't take advantage of a person who is willing to wait. If you're not sure that you want to be in a relationship, say, look, I appreciate it, but I'm not sure if this is what I want right now. Can we like, look, I want you around. I want to be your homie. I want to be your friend. And if something comes from that, okay, cool. Now, a lot of people are not mature enough or are not, they're they're not aware enough, self-aware enough to be able to handle that. Some people are like, you know what? Nah, you got too much drama. I'm out. Or you got too many issues, I'm out. Okay, well, you know, thank you for whatever. Bye. It was good to know you. It was good meeting you, whatever the case may be. And that's another reason why I say just be real, y'all. Be real about your shit and your position of where you are right now. Listen, you want to talk about some real peace? Sometimes you got to hurt some feelings just to go ahead and preserve your own. Stop sacrificing yourself. Look, I know my voice didn't change since the beginning. (laughs) We got some visitors here at the crib today, so of course they brought gifts. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I had to do something I've never really done before in the past few weeks, and that's tell somebody like, I don't even want to be your friend. Damn. Yeah, man. You know, like you said, sometimes people try to resurface back into your life and things like that. And sometimes you just need to let them be where they at. Let them stay there. You know. Leave them where they had you fucked up. Right. Um, This person, let her back in. You know, things were cool. And all of a sudden, the bottom just fell out. Didn't talk to her for like almost two weeks. And finally, I was just like, look, man, I don't really care what you got going on. This is a wellness check. You straight. And then I get the response. Okay, bet. I was like, look, I appreciate you coming around and everything, but, you know, I'm going to go ahead and step off. About a week later, she hits me back. And I played the game for like another week. Until finally, I just said, you know what? Fuck this dumb shit. I ain't no goofy like that. <laughs> to be sitting around Not here. Not like that. Not like that. <laughs> to be sitting around here. You know, first of all, you know, I'm not out here trying to, you know, see what's to her anyway. 
but it's just the fact that that disruption that mm-hmm. came. And I one thing I did make sure I told her. One thing I did tell her, you know, it's not your fault. It's mine. Because I should have just went you on ahead. And I stuck around. But one, I even just gave you the time of day. Knowing good and goddamn well, my life was fine the day before you called me. And guess what? My life is going to be fine just like it was before I talked to you. Now that you're not around anymore. You know? And it's starting to become easier. Because I think I told you this. But, you know, I found myself to be more and more of a loner, you know, and I think I know why that is, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to hide anything about myself that can possibly help somebody else as far as motivating them. But I guess it would be appropriate for this episode. Um, you know, I lived in somebody's basement for like four years, me and my dog. That's why me and Archie are so attached at the hip. We lived in somebody's basement for like four years, right? Man, listen. One thing that I made sure of was that I never wanted to be back in that basement. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I never wanted to be back in that basement. So what did I do? I had to make some. I had to make some changes. I had to cut some habits, change some vices, you know what I'm saying? And I started to become more and more comfortable within myself. And then along with that, the reward was moving out of that basement into the house that we're recording in right now. You feel me? Um, it's like, once I moved into my house, once I moved into this house, it was like I wanted to be alone in my space. Because mm-hmm. when I was living in that basement, because of the chaos mm-hmm. that was going on upstairs every fucking day. And all of the bullshit that I'm around every day when I'm driving to work, you know, seeing <clears throat> oppression and just seeing the bullshit that's out here in the street. That shit ain't peaceful. Like this Chicago. For the streets. Look, this Chicago, man. <laughs> that shit everywhere. Literally. Like, you know, if you're not hearing the bullshit in your house, you hearing the bullshit outside. You know, you hearing somebody arguing. You see the police driving down the street. So you always seeing blue, you know, the blue lights. That ain't peaceful. So when I'm in my house and I'm in my recliner. And I'm watching TV, and the dog is either on my lap or he's on the couch or wherever he's at. Our peace is preserved because I chose to be by myself. I needed to see what this looked and felt like. And I got so used to it that I love it. Now, I love my people. I love my homies. I love being around, going to see my mom. I love all that shit. But I'd be ready to come home to do absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Absolutely nothing. One thing about me that anybody that comes to my house, they'll know two things. My crib always going to be clean. And 
there's a like if if I know you're coming, there's gonna be food. Okay. It hasn't been recently. <laughs> Sorry, Kim. Is this been tired? But um, you know, those are two things you always gonna know when you come over my crib. And third, if you need a place to take a nap, I got plenty of space. You know, your castle is supposed to ultimately be your peace. It's the place you want to go when you get off work. It's the place you want to go when you done just got done kicking it until five in the morning. You know what I'm saying? It's a place that sometimes you don't want to go. I mean, you don't, you don't want to leave. You don't want to leave it. You know, because it don't matter what it all and talk about chaos in the crib. Hoarders. That shit look fucked up to us. But, but that's you try to move it and they lose their minds. Because there is a part of them that they feel like you're you're taking from them. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I I'm not, you know, I don't watch the show often, but when I do get caught listening to you know, watching the episode, it kind of breaks me down a little bit. Because especially when it's the kids that's taking over their parents' houses. Because this may be the house they grew up in. So all of these memories, all of these good memories are here in this space. This, you know, these news clippings I got from 1975, that may mean something to them. You know, if it wasn't such a health and safety hazard, I would leave those people alone. They not bothering me and they seem to be happy with their lives. But because it is a health and safety risk, no, we have to, you know, help them remove the junk. So let's go ahead and flip that real quick. And I'm going to close with this. Mm -hmm. Let's flip that. You know, when you have a lot of clutter in your thoughts, you losing sleep because of it. You're not eating. You're losing weight. Your attitude changes. You know, you're not at peace. I'm going to say this real quick. My grandma, rest her soul, used to say that a cluttered environment leads to a cluttered mind. Yeah. Cluttered surroundings lead to a cluttered mind. And I find that so true. Like, it's real. But go ahead. You know, picking up where you just left off with that, you know, let's go back to the basement for a moment. When I was living in that basement, like I said, all I was thinking about was getting up out of there. That shit felt like jail. You know what I'm saying? With no release date. <laughs> Yo ass, and you looking at this shit like a life sentence with the possibility of parole. And every summer, I'm up for parole. You not thinking about, you know, you not thinking, you know, about being creative. When I moved into that basement, I had my own magazine. Okay? And because I wasn't mentally capable of running things at that time, it didn't turn out the way that it should have. Because how the fuck can you be creative when you got too many things going on in your mind? Mm-hmm. People, like as a writer, because that's that's where I'm, that's my true journalistic call right there, is that I'm a writer. Do you know that... Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Writer's block. Mm. 
<laughs> Ironic. Man, listen. Writer's block, I had that shit for almost three years. Almost three years, okay? Bones popping. No, I want my bones. That was my oh. that wasn't my bones popping. <laughs> like, that was my phone hitting Ooh. hitting the metal on my pants. Ooh. Um I had writer's block for almost three years. By that time I was almost pretty much forgotten about with the magazine. It wasn't no sense of even carrying it on. Right. So I let the magazine go. I started to see changes, you know, within the way I was thinking. And then I moved. And I felt like the first night I slept in this house, it was the day after those riots, the -hmm. uprisings with George Floyd, rest in peace. That was the next day. So imagine moving from one side of Chicago where it's predominantly black to move into a side of Chicago that's predominantly Hispanic and I am the only black person on my block. Do you know how that shit made me feel? Until one day I just said, you know what, I'm not about to sit here and let this shit, I'm not going to let these people think I am what they think I am because of what they see on TV. You feel me? And I let that shit go. As I started letting all of these different things that were hampering me, once I started letting that shit go, I started to feel better about myself. I started to have more confidence. And then I started to hear the things that I needed to hear from the people I needed to hear them from. I know I talk a lot of shit about men being prizes because essentially we are. But um, in the grand scheme of things, I didn't feel like that at that time. Because I had just come from the basement. But you came up. But I came up. And I realized what I become. And I'm cool with that. That's where I draw my peace. I found peace within myself. So before you can go searching for peace from other people, it's very, very important, y'all, that you find it within yourselves. My mom used to always say this, so I'm going to say this to y'all, and I'm going to go ahead and let Kim give um, her closing remarks. Everybody has a heart. It doesn't matter if it's been broken, if it's been cut up and scarred or whatever. If that motherfucker still work, it's still some good in there. It's, it's up to you to pull that good shit out. And if somebody's trying to pull it out for you or with you, let them. Because that means that they see something in you that's a little bit more than what they see on the outside. Ladies, it's probably more than that ass. Fellas, it's probably more than what kind of car you drive. If they can kind of deep, dig deep inside their heart and pull the good shit out of you, that's the person you want to invest in. Um, I pretty much said what I had to say. Just be real about your shit until you get your shit together and then continue to be real. So we got to do a quick couple little shout outs real quick. First, mm-hmm. first, um, first shout out is... Um, all of you all, I have something to say to you all real quick. I just wanted to say thank you so much for rolling with us since episode one to where we are now and to where we will be going. But I do want to say this. Say it. Say I, it. Can I say it? Please say it because you're getting can, on my damn can nerves. I, can I, can yes. I, I can yes. say it? Yes, because you're getting on my nerves. I've been shutting you up for three, four weeks now, maybe longer. Say it because you're getting on my nerves. 
You're like a little schoolgirl. Hey. And now you're gonna I'm, be I'm, dramatic. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get it together Boy, real quick. Look. Listen, <laughs> look. I'm gonna give a couple other shout outs real quick before I do, cause y'all ain't ready for this one. Oh my god. Y'all not ready for this one. Now we're um, just going to fight. Now we're not going to fight. No, I want to send a um, couple quick shout outs um, to my boys, um, Hillcrest Hawks, um, basketball team. Hawks up. Hawk up. You already know the moves. Uh, also, to the little Hawks, the junior Hawks. Yes, hey, congrats, look, ladies. Ladies and gentlemen. So the the, oh, yeah. the junior Hawks football team, the nine and under team, was in Tampa last week. And they took third place nationally. Okay, nationally. That's huge. Definitely for the Midwest, they definitely held it down. And um, they're in Atlanta this weekend for another tournament. So good luck to the Junior Hawks. By the time you all hear this, I hope you came home with a first-place trophy. All right. And then also to the Palms um, at Hillcrest. They took, what, fifth? Fifth. I think they, they took fifth. fifth. Yeah, they placed fifth. So shout-out to the to the Big Hawks, you know, the Palms team for taking um, fifth place. And the Hillcrest Hawks basketball team, shout-out to those guys. Hey, listen, I know we lost – to the number one team in the state, and that's okay because any other day y'all would have beat them. And y'all got to the number one team in the state. And guess what? We it only it don't count. Look, it don't. We don't care what you do in December. We care what you do in March. So we marching down there with y'all. So shout out to the alma mater to the Hillcrest Hawks. But um, I think we can go ahead and. Are, are, are we though. able to? So are we, okay. All right. So real quick, let me just tell y'all what, what's going on here. We got some people here that's um, watching us. Okay, we got. <laughs> you some, make this sound so creepy. <laughs> we got some people here that's watching us uh, record, and um, it's kind of cool because they're gonna be watching us record a whole lot. Um, so the announcement is: the beers and white toes is gonna be on YouTube coming February of twenty twenty two. Shout out. To the crew that's here that took a chance. Oh my god. I don't even want to do this. Cause I don't think y'all understand. February 2022. Oh, shit. Turn yeah, it turn off. it off. I don't think y'all understand. It's been a long time coming for you. Y'all don't no, hold on, hold on. I ain't dismissing you. Oh, I was gonna say don't. I told y'all a story about the basement <laughs> for a reason. <laughs> there was a time where oh, I just it. felt like it was done. Something I had been wanting since I was like 16. And the reason I go so hard for Hillcrest is because they helped me realize at 16 years old that it was cool to be a journalist. It was cool to write. It was cool to express It was cool for all that shit. All of that. They sat me down with Barack Obama. The very first interview I ever had. And at that moment, I knew it was supposed to be, that was for me, that this was supposed to be my destiny. I never want to do nothing else. I was an athlete, and I was a good athlete. 
Shout out to Coach Jeffers, Coach Maniitis. They both asked me something two separate times. You're 5'5". Five five. You're probably not going to grow anymore. What are you going to do after high school? What are you going to do in college? And I knew I wanted to do something where I could help people. And I knew I wanted to go into journalism. I thank everybody. From my alma mater, Hillcrest High School, all the way back to third grade. And in between, I thank my friends. I thank you, Kim, for taking a chance on me. That was you rocking, I'm rolling. I appreciate it. I thank, most importantly, my mom. She ain't miss a competition. She was always there to encourage me. She let me stay up at three years old to watch the news. <laughs> <laughs> to stay up to watch the news because I knew then that I liked it. And this is what I was supposed to do. I didn't think I was cute enough to be on the camera, but apparently somebody <laughs> thought I was. <laughs> but I didn't care if it was radio, TV, print whatever I just wanted to do it but I thank my mom for just encouraging me to stick by it but more importantly it always takes one person to just believe in what you got going I want to thank the crew I want to thank the team of Royalty Productions I went in there on my birthday I am a mess right now <laughs> fuck I went in there on my birthday just left the barber shop because I had to represent for the beers and white toast, so I had to make sure the beer was fresh. I go in and I talk with our with the owner, Osiris Johnson. I go in thinking I'm just gonna go ahead and just, you know, Kim and I decided, you know, we want to go visual, but we had to pay some bread, and we were okay with that. We were willing to do that, however we had to do it, whatever it took, we were gonna do it. By the time I made the pitch to profit, by the time I made the pitch to him, he wanted his company to take it on and be their anchor program. And here I am, sitting here with a person that took a chance on me, just sitting in the same spot we sitting in right now, shot a pilot episode on an iPhone <laughs> and let our friends listen to it. You feel me? And when we got to go from them, we took off. There's people that would kill to be in the situation we're in right now. Hell, I would too. And I feel like God always makes sure that. I feel like God makes sure that he tests us first to see if we're worthy for the rewards that we're supposed to have. I went through my struggles so long. I went, I struggled. It was hard. It still is hard from time to time. But when I talk about understanding love languages and peace, this is the culmination of all of that. Understanding that when you have people who strongly believe in you, and sometimes these people only just, you just need a chance. When you get certain people who offer up a chance, you have no choice but to Take on the moment because God made you in that image of 
this is what you are supposed to be. This you is rise to your potential. You rise, fuck rising to the potential. You burst through that ceiling because somebody put a limitation on you. In this case, it was me. Mm-hmm. I had to get me together, and I found. I found my legs and I took off running and I'm just so thankful for all the same people who stood by me and kept running with me because I know it wasn't easy, but I'm grateful. To our listeners, we thank you. I speak for Kim when I say this. We thank you all so much because if it wasn't for y'all constantly listening to us and following us and and giving us y'all support, we wouldn't have... The energy to go forward. But my love language is words of affirmation. Kim's love language is acts of service. Both of ours is quality time. And we share that and we give you our time. So we thank you all so much for giving us yours. Whether you're listening to us on the way to work. Like cleaning your house. Listening to it with your homies. You listen wherever you listen. We thank you so much. This is one episode I hope you learned something from. Because honestly, there's somebody out there right now who's in the same boat that I was in. (laughs) That just felt like giving up. But you kept going. And eventually, you're going to be sitting at somebody's table too. Eating all their free food. (laughs) Smoking their weed and drinking their liquor. (laughs) But they become your family. So to the people who listen to our show every week, wherever you are in the world, thank you so much for listening. Have a good morning. Have a good afternoon. Have a good evening. And we'll probably be seeing you real soon. (laughs) So thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Beers and White Toes podcast. Sorry for my emotions. No, I'm actually I not. I was going to say, I I'm wish you sorry, would. I'm not sorry, because this is a long time coming. <laughs> but thank you all so much. As always, I am the bearded one, Sam Williams. Always sitting behind, beside me is my best friend. Somebody that brings me peace. Miss Kimberly with the Y. We got Archie over there in the cut. Because <laughs> he excited, He's doing his too. own thing now. Thank you all once again. We out.